0: Welcome to Forum 499, an occasional podcast on business themes. I'm Bill Young and this is episode six of series two. We've moved beyond the supply chain theme of the first series and this episode is relevant to all because it's about personal development. Get in line for promotion, onwards and upwards, the next rung of the ladder do the courses, tick the boxes. That's what personal development is about, right? Well, think again and think differently. Imagine a Jenga tower as a symbol for personal capability. Its height is a metric for technical skills, the base for societal skills. Technical skills are about standards job-related experience, know-how, knowledge, and capabilities. These include process competence, technology mastery, financial understanding, risk assessment, project management, for example. They're recognisable by their use of methodologies and tools that can be formally trained. Team leaders use these in addition to their formal authority to get things done. The base of the Jenga tower is societal skills, with implied complexity of community, culture, and relationships. As staffers expand their responsibility, their societal base must broaden. But societal skills are almost impossible to train. They're hard to measure and certify and they don't fit corporate development programs because they're more about the whole person and their approach to life rather than quantifiable skills they include for example ability to deal with unpredictable events and manage complex relationships imagine that jenga tower again it can get higher without expansion of the base but only so long as it is rigid and does not move from the perpendicular. That is possible in functional roles where authority relies on a narrow technical base and formal control over a defined team. But what happens when wider understanding, influence and authority are needed, beyond the narrow base of formal control and outside the individual's technical skill base. The tower topples over. Corporations frequently ignore societal skills development or they pretend they are technical. They call them soft skills but they use the analytical and formulaic approaches for training technical skills. So we find course modules, templates, tools, metrics and maturity indices for things like communication, emotional intelligence, problem solving, resourcefulness, creativity, and so on. They deal with these as though they were discrete individual aptitudes that can be learned, tested, and graded. They're not. They're interactions within a community. And insofar as companies do understand the importance of relationships, They see them as means of manipulation and control. Stanford University's Graduate School of Business has modules that develop what the economist euphemistically calls hard-headedness, introspection and diplomacy. One uses Machiavellian principles to show students how to retain power by making succession impossible ensuring they cannot be replaced. Another gets students to line up in order of their self-assessed level of influence, to brag and bluster their way to a higher ranking. A third teaches how to win in high conflict situations against angry personal attacks. These are grotesque examples of how so-called soft skills are perverted into autocratic, manipulative, and bullying control. What are the societal skills that form the base of the tower of broader personal development? One is the ability to see things holistically or empirically, to assess whole systems instead of individual components, to extend the boundaries of a problem, not get lost in the minutiae of its workings. Another is the ability to assess trustworthiness. Trusting someone means being assured they have the resources to do something, the capability to perform, and the intention to deliver. That's not straightforward even in a familiar culture with familiar technology. Another is the tolerance of uncertainty and inefficiency. Often it's not possible to see the goal, let alone have clear specifications, a definition of success and an inventory of required resources. Solutions are not found in committees but in communities. Those with societal skills see diversity as a strength that is necessary for encouraging, internal competition and innovation. Diversity speaks truth to power because it avoids groupthink and sycophancy. We're talking about cognitive diversity here, whereby people from truly different backgrounds see and experience things in contrasting ways, not the statutory, box-ticking, beloved of compliance officers. And They don't see prescribed limits to their role. They assume responsibilities across frontiers and learn from systems in unrelated and external areas. They have insights and agency beyond their own organization. Such individuals are recognized and respected widely beyond their role descriptions and job titles. Why do organisations not want to train societal skills? firstly, the average time in a job role is three years and the time within a single employer only slightly longer. Companies invest in developing technical skills only for a defined job role. Secondly, companies are autocracies. It suits them to have staff who constrain their questions and who self-censor their challenges to authority. And thirdly, companies are too narrow and risk-averse to offer the breadth of experience and failures necessary for societal development. It's up to individuals to look after their own societal development for their career and fulfilment. They do it by enthusiastic interest in areas outside their expertise and modesty within it and through personal generosity in, for instance, listening attentively to the problems of others. People with a range of interests in sport, politics, clubs and charities have greater opportunities to expand their societal skills than those who fill their life with work, you know these valuable people because their capabilities stand out. Enlightened companies know them well, of course, and have them marked out. They select them for recruitment and promotion, but it is not reasonable to expect companies to invest in long-term, unfocused, societal development for all. Because... Promotion is not the main benefit for the individual. It is fulfilment and self-worth beyond being a salaryman. So here is the question. What are you doing to take active control of your own societal development?